0: Hey guys, welcome to the channel. Today we're going to cover part four of the Scientology Spy Files video series. Um, In this video, we're going to cover how OSA, uh, Kirsten Catano, now Pedersen, makes contact with my wife Claire. And then the steps that Scientology is going to basically insist that we follow in order to become a good standing Scientologists again, in order to be able to talk to our families and um, have any contact with anybody that we knew in Scientology. So let's get right into the first document. So this document is from March 2nd, 2006. Now, um, as a little bit of a background or backdrop to this video, uh, my wife just got out of the hospital from having our, uh, giving birth to our first son. So our first son was born days before this. And now Scientology are contacting her and trying to find out what's happening because they, they suspect that I've been, uh, posting things about Scientology on the internet. They're trying to get that sorted out and they're trying to basically get Claire and I um, back under their control um, so they don't have to worry about um, us talking about what we know that happened at the international headquarters during the um, over a decade that we both work there. So this is from the External Security Chief, Osa Int, and it is to the Deputy Commanding Officer of Osa Int. And as I said, it's on March March 2nd, 2006. And um, there's also copies going to WDC Osa, CO Osa Int, and the Investigations Chief, Int, Osa Int. And it says, Re, CH, Dear Sir, I reached CH tonight. The, de- the debrief of my call is attached. Much love, Kirsten. They always sign every document with much love. That's always fun. Okay. March 2nd, 2006. Re, Claire Headley. Tonight, I reached Claire on her cell phone. We talked for about 10 minutes. I told her Suzette had mentioned she, CH, had been working on an amends project prior to having the baby. She said this was correct. She had been working on a project related to getting organic gardens into schools and something to do with feeding homeless people downtown. I asked if this had any connection with the tech or church. She said not yet, but she was going to get TWTH worked into it. TWTH is a um, a silly booklet that L. Ron Hubbard wrote um, that's called The Way to Happiness. And it's basically like uh, the Ten Commandments in book form to make it simple and brief. I told her she would need to do something like this or else it has no relation to anything. She said that she is full-time caring for her new baby, but intends to resume her amends soon, and she and Mark agreed that they want to be through their steps by the end of 2006. We're going to talk about the steps as the next document. I asked where they were I asked where they were at in regards to Scientology and what their purpose was for getting through the steps. She said it was mostly to get through the steps to be with her family. She said several times throughout the call that I should get directly in calm with Mark. I told her that I definitely will, but I was first getting in calm with her as I've known her for years and was in calm with her earlier about their steps and have hardly ever spoken to Mark. When they say income, that just means in communication with Scientologists love to abbreviate everything or make acronyms for anything and everything they can possibly uh, shorten. Um, so, yeah, so I didn't really know Kirsten when I was in. um Involved at the international headquarters, Kirsten worked at OSA, and OSA was actually kind of below the Ant Base, and they didn't know half the stuff that went on at the Ant Base. So, I was sort of like Kirsten was just a lackey from OSA to, in my mind, and I and I could have I could care less if she tried to get a hold of me or if she wanted to talk to me. Um, I was used to dealing with the people at the international headquarters, so why the, why would I even bother talking to some lackey from Los Angeles? I then asked her about the call to Marcy Sargent. She said that she didn't know Mark called but was myth, miswithholdy about this. Okay, Marcy Sargent was the mother of a person that used to work for me at the international headquarters. I called her to let her know that her son wasn't doing well and that he probably escape or get out pretty soon. Which he actually ended up did he did do and he ended up going and being with Marcy, which is kind of ironic. Um, miswithholdy Withholdy is a thing in Scientologists where if you do something and you know that you've done something wrong or someone else has done something wrong and someone asks it about you, you basically, they, they feel you get nervous or you're kind of wishy-washy about the answer. That's what she's talking about with Miss Withholdy. A withhold is something that you've done or know about that you're withholding and not telling. I asked her what she did know. She calm lagged, communication lagged. She took a second to answer and said that she was not sure what she knew, and I should talk to Mark. I told her I would, but I wanted to know what she knew. She knew he had done something with the Marcy sergeant, with the Marcy, That's what it, this is what it says, but didn't know what and claimed she had no idea that he called her. I asked if there was something that occurred recently that got him upset about the church or the base, and she said nothing that she knew of. I asked her if they have encountered any in Theta about the church or Sea Org since they have been out. She said no, but she was not sure about Mark. I asked her about another person, and she said Mark got hooked up with that person through Eric Geisler. Recently for work, and that they, Mark, and this other person had, had some contact due to due to that, but not a lot. She said Mark does freelance work in PT, present time, but is making decent money and is not real It is not unreal for them to pay off their freeloader debts this year. Oh, gosh, we have to show those. Those are the debts that Scientology sends, uh, the, the, the debt statements that Scientology sends to former Sea Org members if they escape or leave the Sea Org. We'll go through that. She told me that there are a few things on Mark's bill that he didn't do. And she has some minor queries on hers. I told them to send me the details on both so I can get them looked into rapidly and resolved. She thanked me, she thanked me for telling her this and said that she would send me a com with the specifics. Follow up. Eight c her freeloader debt queries, so I can get these handled and their final bills back to them. Eight c is just means to control something through the different steps that needs to be done to get it done. It just means control. 8C means control in Scientology. Number two, contact Mark in the next 48 hours. Ask about the Marcy Marcy Sargent call and get him into calm about where he really sits on Scientology. I will propose the next steps based on the outcome of my calm cycle with him. Much love, Kirsten, External Security Chief, Osa Int. Okay, so that's that video. Now, let's go through these other documents. We're going to go through the ADE steps, and then we'll cover the free letter documents. We'll get those pulled up right here. Okay, so here is the – this is a document um, in Scientology. It's from – this is an excerpt from it, but it's taken from the original Hubbard policy letter of 23 December 1965 entitled Suppressive Acts Suppression of Scientology and Scientologists: The Fair Game Law. Okay, that's what this is from. Um, fair Game is an actual codified thing in Scientology. It's not. This is not just a made-up thing. It's an actual thing that takes place in Scientology. Um, the po- this policy has been revised to delete the reference to the Fair Game. To fair game itself but the policy and what they do is exactly the same and there's no difference in that um, and, and also if you want to look this up I'll leave a link in the description but this document is from the fair game podcast and um, they have a lot of Q&A and a lot of uh, basically documents that you can look up on Scientology so I'll put a link to that below in the description Um, Here's the actual L. Ron Hubbard policy regarding the A through E steps. If a person or group that has committed a suppressive act comes to his, her, or their senses and recants, the HCO secretary, that's the Hubbard Communications Office secretary, the person who's in charge of the division that deals with this type of things within a Scientology organization, A. Tells the person or group to stop committing present-time overts and cease all attacks and suppressions so he, she, or they can get case game. So that's step A. It's basically not even a step the person does. It's a step that Scientology does to tell them to stop being evil. B requires a public announcement to the fact that they realize their actions were ignorant and unfounded and stating where possible the influences or motivations which caused them to attempt or to suppress or attack Scientology, gets it signed before witnesses and published broadly, particularly to persons directly influenced or formally associated with the former offender or offenders. The letter should be calculated to expose any conspiracy to suppress Scientology or the preclear or Scientologist, if such existed. So basically... Um, the first step is that Scientology tells them, stop being evil. And then the second step is for the person who was declared a suppressive person to say, I was being evil. These are all the things I did. And this is who I got my evil influences from. So basically, it's a way of... Uh, Scientology getting off the hook for any of the nonsense that they were up to and now placing all of the blame onto the person that was declared a suppressive person. Okay. And then additional as part of that step B requires that all debts owed to Scientology organizations are paid off. So this is where this freeloader bill comes into place. So, um, and, and, and mind you, The Scientology A to E steps, once they get done, then Scientology determines, after you've done all these things, if you can get undeclared or not. So you could do, you could tell everybody you were evil, you could pay them all this money they want, you could go through all the rest of these steps... And in the end, they could say, nah, we don't think we still think you're an SP. And then you still can't talk to your family. So it's not a guarantee that if you do these things, you'll be able to speak to your family again. It's just this will give you the best chances under Scientology's system. Um, If they will, if they're even going to allow you to talk to your family again, you have to do these steps. Okay, so uh, again, you have to pay off that debt, that freeloader debt. And we will either cover that in this video or we'll cover it in a completely separate video. I'm going to see how long it takes to go through those freeloader bills. They're insane. Um, C, requires training beginning at has at their expense if division four training and processing will have the person or group members. Okay, so um, this is basically um, you have to do Scientology counseling or training. Again, So let's say you've done a a certain amount. You have to redo those things or repay to do those things. If the org will, if the Scientology organization will allow you to come and do that training or to do any of these other steps, um, Then step D is to make a note of the matter with copies of the statement and files in their ethics folder. It's just an administrative step. And then E to inform the organization and forwards a duplicate of the original copy, which shows signatures. Okay, so those are the steps A to E. Basically, the biggest steps the person has to do is um, tell everybody they were evil and pay Scientology a bunch of money. And then the rest of it is just administrative steps that get done between the people that uh, run the Scientology organization. Now, I just want to show, I just want to go through that there's a few notes at the end of this document. And this is super, super key to understand Scientology's sort of um, disposition in regards to a Scientology, uh, a person who's been declared a suppressive person by Scientology. And now this is where it gets, it gets kind of crazy here. And again, this is all written. This, this policy letter was written in 1965. Okay. This is the, this is how all Scientology is. The policies that they're running off were written by Elmer and Hubbard. Uh, You know, in this case, uh, 50, 60 years ago is when this stuff was being written. Okay. Any potential trouble source owing money to any Scientology organization is handled the same way as any other Scientologist. Failure to discharge a, finan- a financial obligation becomes a civil ethics matter after normal within-org avenues of collection have been exhausted. Okay. So what does this mean? This means... If you were connected to an SP and the SP owed money to the PTS or the PTS owed money to a Scientology organization, um, there's there's certain ways that this goes about getting um, collected. Okay, and then it goes on. It says any PTS, a PTS is also a potential trouble source. That's anyone who's connected to an SP. So if you if I'm in Scientology, I get declared a potential trouble source. Anyone else who's in Scientology who's still connected to me is now PTS. They are a potential trouble source because I am a suppressive person. Okay, any PTS who fails to either handle or disconnect from the SP who is making him or her PTS by failing to do so guilty of a suppressive is guilty of a suppressive act. Civil court action against SPs to effort collection of monies owed may be resorted to as they are fair game. So basically, if you are an SP and you owe us money, we're not going to go through the Scientology um, collection methods. We're going to go to the courts to get that money. Until a suppressive person or group is absolved, but not during the period when the person requests and has had a committee of evidence or amnesty occurs, no Scientology ethics other than this HCO policy policy letter applies to such persons. No committee of evidence may be called to punish any Scientologists or person for offenses of any kind against the suppressive person, except to to establish in cases of real dispute whether or not the person was suppressing either Scientology or the Scientologist. So basically, if a suppressive person um, is declared an SP by Scientology... And Scientologists do things to that person as long as that person is an SP. Scientologists, there's no consequences. They can do whatever they want to that person. And Scientology's like, yeah, they're fine. That's those, that guy's fair game now. So you don't have to worry. We're not gonna, we're not gonna do anything. We're not gonna say that you did something bad. That the SP is just like shit out of luck. Whatever happens to him, what is, happens to him. And now here's the there this is the end of this excerpt. It says, "The homes, property, places and abodes of person who have been active in attempting attempting to suppress Scientology or Scientarge, Scientologists are beyond any protection of Scientology ethics unless absolved by later ethics or an amnesty." Okay. So basically, this is where fair game is basically legitimized in Scientology. You can do whatever you want to that person and you, there will be no repercussions Scientology-wise. Now, additionally, Scientologists are uh, basically um, They're in the policies of L. Ron Hubbard. You can't, you're not allowed to light up another Scientologist in the real world in the justice system. You're not allowed to report them. Um, Reporting another Scientologist that's in good standing to law enforcement is a suppressive act. It's a high crime within Scientology. So um, the only protection you have in Scientology is Scientology's internal ethics and justice system. And this is basically saying, They're fair game. You can do whatever you want to them. Okay, so this is, these are the A to E steps, and you're going to hear a lot about A to E steps in some of these different documents when OSA and um, RTC and these upper level int management people are talking to each other, because until the person does these A to E steps, Scientology basically has no dirt on the person. Those first steps when the person says, oh, I admit I was evil and all this, that's the ammo Scientology needs to shut this person down. Okay. So that's that. Okay. So now a few things. Um, We basically have, um, I'm posting stuff on the internet. OSA thinks it's me. They're not totally sure. Some of them, some of the people in OSA think it's me. Um, They're reporting up and they don't really have any confirmation that 100% it's me. Meanwhile, they think they can sort of handle Claire and myself and they can get us under control. And then this will all go away. And so that's exactly where we are at this step of the files. In the next video, we're going to deep dive into the free, the freeloader documents, and we'll just do a video that covers the freeloader documents because they're pretty long. And I th- want to say, I don't remember, I haven't seen them in a while, but I want to say it's about $150,000 that they, they want from Claire and I. This is after we've been being paid $45 a week for 15 years. Obviously, we don't have $150,000 laying around. We just had a new kid. We just moved to, back to California. Blah, 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 blah. So, we're going to cover that in the next video. Um, if you want to support the Aftermath Foundation, which is the organization that helps people escape or helps them get on their feet after they've escaped from Scientology, you can um, click the link below theaftermathfoundation.org. If you want to support the foundation by buying a bobblehead, Mike Rinder bobblehead, or an SP bracelet, you can go to the spshop.com. And if you want a blown for good book, you can go to blownforgood.com. All of the hardback and paperback copies that are being sold through blownforgood.com are being signed by myself and my wife. Um, and you can pick either one of those from the website. If you, um, if you just want a normal copy, you can go to um, audible, Kindle, Amazon, Kobo, Sony, Apple, any of the links that you want uh, to get a book at, those are all listed below in the description as well. Pretty much anywhere where books are sold, you can get a copy a digital or otherwise. Um, And uh, yeah, we'll see you guys in the next video and that'll be Spy Files number five. Until next time.